Nation program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Because I'm like I'm like that dude in the clerks movie. I can't taste your racism. Exactly. I'm, ha I'm happy as hell about these chicken and waffles and watermelon. Thanks. Now, maybe on the back end, I'm like, man, that was some kind of racist bullshit. It was delicious. My fatness would have overruled oh. my my black pride because I probably wouldn't even thought about any racism. I'd have just been like, yo, unless somebody would have told me, hey, this is our black history menu, then I might have been like, hey, man, I wish you wouldn't have said that because now I got to think about it that way. Because so, at first I would just be like, yo, this chicken and waffles is dope. Everywhere you don't want to be, it's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, AG. The five minute warning. What's going on, everybody out there on in the land of the internet? I'm Ruben, of course, as you saw from the intro. Today, we'll be leading you through the craziness of our world and how we live in it. Mo B will be joining us shortly. AG is out again. Hopefully, he will feel better. No, Moco Cowboy will not be a solo show as much as everybody really, really, really wants that online. Nobody wants that. But now, nah, um, Mo B be joining. He'll be joining in a second. But, you know, I'm going to go over a couple things. So... The first thing is, you know, I, I can't help but talk about critical race theory and how we don't teach it in school because little kids can't understand it, yet somehow we're teaching it in school. I mean, I, I don't know how that works, you know, because if I'm correct, the only people who really, you know, get taught critical race theory are people who study in law and it's a graduate level class. So I don't know how it gets wrapped up into elementary school or high school. I don't know. I mean, trigger warriors, you know, we talk about that quite a bit on the show. But also, I got, I got a lot on my mind. It's crazy. So today I was driving today and I was like, man, you know, I can't wait to be the first to do some things. But not the first for the world or the first for everybody else. How about the first for me? Like, hey, maybe I want to be the first to win a trip somewhere for work that I've never been. That's a first for me. You know, hey, I'm looking to buy a house this year. Hey, that's a first for me. I don't need to be the first in winning awards Hey, you're the first black man to buy a house. No, I'm nowhere near that. Oh, you're the first black man to win this trip. No, I'm nowhere near that either. You know, so labels, man. I don't really understand the point of labels, except in the grand scheme of things, labels separate us. Now, I get it. 
for whatever reason, some people feel like they must be separate. You know, because we can't be part of, we can't be together like this. You know, we got to be like this. Which, to me personally, seems like a whole waste of time. You know? And then it's like, well, all of us, we got to put our money together and we got to do this. How about we just do stuff like the right way? And when I say the right way, let's just be honest. This game that we are in, this game that we play called life, is not a game in which um, we created it. How you doing, Black British Adams? Um, good Sunday. So we didn't create this game. However, this is a game that we're playing. So we can either do one or two things. Now, you may have the ability to change the, the situation and stuff like that. You may have that ability. Or you may have the ability to just simply play the game that's there. You know, I, I think the problem is we're always looking for ways to disrupt the system. And I get that. I understand, you know, when a system is considered to be unfair to people, we have to find a way to fix or disrupt that system to create another system. You know? However, I think one of the biggest problems is that, hey, are we even playing the correct the same game as everybody else? So everybody thinks that differently. That's just my opinion. Um, it's cool to create a new game, but I mean, you know, when I play Monopoly, I'm not gonna play Monopoly like I play chess. You know, some of the um, nuances and stuff may be the same. However, I'm not gonna literally play that game the way I play chess. What's going on, Moby? What's up, man? Man, I'm just, you know, just, you know, I had, had a little vent session, you know, because as, as you heard some of it, you know, labels are created to um, sometimes separate us as people. And, you know, a lot of people will agree or disagree with that statement, you know, because like I was just saying, hey, hey, you know, if I if I get this, if I win this prize, I'm not going to be the first black man to win this prize, but I'm going to be the first Ruben Brown to win this prize because I ain't, I ain't never won it before. So, you know, just stuff like that, man. It was just I was listening to stuff today. It was just. On my head, man. I, I don't. I don't know what you're making reference to. So, well, it's not a reference to anything. It, it's more or less like, you know, because it started out with with CRT and how every, these people think we that CRT is being taught in schools, even though it's. I mean, it, it is being taught. taught in graduate school. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, right? It's not being taught in elementary school, you know, and it's just it, it's the whole thing is like crazy. Yet, you know, you ask some people, yeah, we can't have that being taught. For instance, you know, they um, agree, I guess the Virginia Department of Education voted five to three to adopt um, Governor Yunkin's, you know, request as far as teaching and stuff. And my thought with that is, is like, we weren't teaching CIT. So I don't understand what was changed. You know, I mean, if you're, are we, are we going to teach history or are we not going to teach history? Because we're not going to teach anything that involves um, 
saying that white people did something wrong. I mean, that's that's really if we're not going to say white people did anything wrong, it's not allowed. Then we're so we're not teaching history now. We just we never have been. Well, I mean, we never taught history from a position that suggested that white people ever did anything negative. We just never have. And the thing is, when you talk about white people did something negative, it, that's not an indictment on all white people. That's just, yeah, it's not. Like slavery happened, and if we're being honest, was every white person down with slavery? Absolutely not. We 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 have proof that not every white person agreed with slavery, but at the same time, those people that didn't agree with it weren't able to stop it until the Civil War. Sure. I'm, I yeah, mean, I'm not, I mean, it didn't it, stop it, all it, of it, but it didn't yeah. stop any of it, really. It just stopped it from being cold. That <laughs> I mean, it didn't stop any of it, but sure. Even what you just did right there is like a bit of revisionist history. Like they they weren't trying. Like the only reason it became a mainline issue was to get more troops. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not like Abe Lincoln in his infinite wisdom was like, you know what, these black people getting used as slaves just just burns my bunsen, man. I just can't do it. Nah, it was like, hey, bro, we need some more troops, and we got to stop. We we need the help. Let's tell these black people they'll technically be free. It seemed to have worked, at least at the time. Except you live in Texas, because Texas, had, you know, it was another two years for before they realized it was freedom but that's I mean, a story for I mean, another yeah, time yeah but man. I mean look even even though Texas might have found out late I bet the people in Georgia Alabama and Mississippi even if they knew it won't like shit changed so I don't know what's better knowing that you were free the whole time or knowing that you're supposed to be free and you, and you ain't there you go <laughs> I mean you know it's I, I, I would dare say neither one is exactly positive you know, nah, so, I mean, all, all Youngkin did was basically put a bill that said, "Hey, we can't be talking negative about white people because it might make new white people feel bad about themselves." But I don't understand the fact that I I never understood how it was like you should feel bad about yourself, white person. Ruben, throughout the course of history, if if the majority of white people have it proved anything to you it's that they can't deal with being wrong i mean what did we used to call native americans indians and you know why we called them indians because they thought this was india (laughs) no no they knew it wasn't india but that's where they were supposed to be trying to get to yeah that's right so they got here was like uh fuck it we'll call you indians anyway (laughs) because we we ain't trying to say that we you know we we messed up. Nah, you'll just be Indians. Good old, good old Columbus, man. I still, God, I still can't believe we celebrate that. We still celebrate that guy. After he was proven a fraud, we still celebrate him. So, once again, I just told you uh, throughout the course of history, white people have had a really hard time saying, you know what, we didn't get that right. So we we will literally make up our own history. We as being white people, they'll make up their own history just so they don't have to say 
Nah, we got that one wrong. Our bad. And and realistically, ain't nothing wrong with being like, hey man, we thought we was trying to find a way to India and we found a way to this place. And then, I mean, the other funny thing is, you know, you leave Britain because you're oppressed and you hated everything they did to you. But all you did was bring all that over here and did that to other people. Hey, Ruben, it's the bully complex. You know, they say bullies generally have rough upbringings, like, you know, somebody's bullying them. Mm-hmm. So the only way they heal is to go bully somebody else. <sighs> Craziness, right? Craziness. What's White fragility. That's all it is. <laughs> I hear, how's your week, man? How's your week? I mean, you know, it, it started in the side. I was late. They was doing the... Um, middle school all-star roster announcements live on instagram so we was watching that cool they all on the same team oh they all on three different teams oh wow that's awesome (laughs) i guess your weekend's just caught up there i mean you know it's it's gonna be cool to see them play with a whole bunch of basketball players that are way better than them because they didn't do it by brackets like the boys there's like a sixth grade bracket seventh grade bracket eighth grade bracket with the girls it seems like they just hey we got, we got all these middle school girls from around the country we just gonna put them on teams see what happens <laughs> and see that's it's so it's funny that you bring that up because I sit here and I you know and we you had this conversation the other day about women's basketball and why it's not worth as much as you know, men's basketball or just women's sports in general and all that stuff. I mean, we, we weren't saying that or whatever. It was just weird. So, like today, you know, they had UConn and um, South Carolina on TV today. It was a close game, apparently. South Carolina won. That was awesome, you know? And then, of course, they had LSU playing somebody. Kind of a close Texas game. Texas A&M, kind of a close game. Yeah, LSU, LSU, you know, they they pulled it out in the end. Yeah. And so then I turned, like, I don't even know. I don't even remember the two teams. Man, it was, it was like, terrible. It was, like, a 30-point in, like, the third quarter. And I'm just like, where's the parity? (laughs) Like, there's no parody. I mean, I mean, honestly, in college basketball, you, you you could argue that there's not a ton of parody in men's basketball. The pro- the difference is, but they're also they're also Worse. just even though it's not much parody, meaning that generally you know what school's going to win in men's mm-hmm. college basketball, but usually the score discrepancy isn't as great. Yeah, yeah. Like that that's the major difference. Like it, at least the score discrepancy is that bad. Like a lot of times a little school could keep it close in half. Yeah. Or, or, keep it know. watchable, keep it exciting. Yeah. You know? But yeah, women's basketball is over by the first quarter. Maybe yeah, the when, second. When, when when you got a top twenty five team going uh-huh. up against like a bottom two hundred team, like you just know if they keep it within thirty, the good team had a bad day. Yeah, and it's just so, like, I appreciate the fact that, you know, your South Carolinas and your Yukons and your LSUs and stuff, they're going out and playing tougher competition. Like, you know, because Yukon is playing Tennessee, who's trying to bring it back in South Carolina. Like, they're playing tough competition. The only problem well, they, is... Well, they have to. Yeah, because their conference, they just destroyed everybody in their conference. Except for the SEC. 
because we haven't gotten to the point where we don't know where LSU really is yet because they haven't played South Carolina. And I think they only play them once this year. So they're both still undefeated. So that'll be an interesting matchup. But, I mean, it's not going to shock me if South Carolina go undefeated again because literally, I mean, at this point in time, they've beaten UConn. I think they beat Stanford early. Like, they've beaten teams that should give them a problem, you know, if they get to the Final Four. But, you know, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard watching blowouts in women's basketball. Yeah, because but, if you get up, you ain't coming back. That's what you're gonna be watching half the time if you be watching women's basketball. Yeah, I mean, because they put yo, I'll and I will give them credit, man. The good women's teams, yo, when they put your foot on your their foot on your neck, it's there, and you can forget it. They don't let up, man, and I appreciate that. But you know, glad you back. Glad you had a you seem to have an okay weekend. So let's get into our top five today. Actually, no, let's let's back up. So just to let everybody know, next week we will not be here because the Super Bowl. You know? Super Bowl's going on next week. And let's just be honest, we'll probably be watching that number one, number two. Yeah. If it's a close Super Bowl game, nobody's watching this. So, we're just going to save everybody the problems, and we can take next week off. But with that being said, Mo B, who's your Super Bowl pick, man? Black. You got to pick a team, sir. Bruh. I just win pick a either team. way. I win just, either way. That's not what I'm asking you. All right. All right. You <laughs> want me to pick? I mean, why I got to pick a winner? Why, why I can't just enjoy the game, man? I don't understand why 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 we're so infatuated with trying to be right. I ain't put no money on the game. I asked you who do you think would win. Is that simple? I don't know. I, and, and the reason I'm saying, look, I think the Eagles are a better team. But I think Kansas City has Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what's for what's your what's your prediction? I, want, I, I want I don't have a prediction. I just want the Chiefs to win. That's fine then. Just say that. I want, I want I want the Chiefs to win. All right. Why do we have to go through the circle? The circle jerk. Of I mean, to say that. I, I mean, I'm just excited that we got two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. So either way, I know a black. There'll more than likely be a black quarterback as the MVP of the game. More than likely. And I, and, and don't we all win? Sure. But I mean, look, I just want. Um, Patrick Mahomes win not because I have any animosity or hatred towards Philly. I just have I just don't want the the people who want a white quarterback to be better than Patrick Mahomes to have more ammo. And and I, I just because like what more does Patrick Mahomes have to do before we can definitively just say hey that dude the best quarterback in the league. Like there's literally nothing else he can do, and people still trying to give it to people who ain't really done anything yet I mean look I love Joe Burrow I think Joe Burrow's swag and at, at, there's nothing about Joe Burrow for me not to like except for all the people trying to tell me he's just as good as Patrick <laughs> Josh Allen hey man I love Josh Allen man 
he's a huge athlete who i mean for the most part seeing like all his team down for him the only thing i don't like about josh allen is when people's out there telling me he was just as good as patrick mahomes like that's it seems like the only thing i got against most of these quarterbacks who are the upper echelon is anybody trying to convince me that they better than patrick mahomes that dude out there on one leg with no receiver that anyone can name and kelsey out there winning <laughs> so so it's a fair assessment you expect patrick mahomes win mvp this year i want him to win mvp this year not the Super Bowl. I'm talking about NFL MVP. I want him to win MVP. I want him to be Super Bowl MVP. I want him to be the offseason MVP. I want him to win the draft. I want everything. Because because if he don't win, oh, <laughs> if, if he loses at anything, we're going to be trying to convince ourselves that somehow one of these other quarterbacks are better than him. And I'm just not here for it. I see that. I see that. And look, I'm a former Raiders fan. You think it, it brings me joy to have somebody in my own division be that much better than everybody else? No, it doesn't. But I acknowledge greatness when I see it. So, I'm glad you brought the Raiders up. Did you watch any of the NFL skill stuff, like Pro Bowl weekend? Um, I watched the tail end of that relay race thing with the linemen and the running backs, and then the last flag football game. Where, okay. where it seemed like um, the quarterbacks just love throwing interceptions and flag football. <laughs> like, I mean, is there any anything more distasteful than watching quarterbacks who are supposed to be pro bowlers throw interceptions in a flag football game in which they not get hit? So it's like, what's your excuse? It's like you you're not under pressure or duress. Was you you afraid Michael Parsons is gonna pull your flag too hard? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say this I only saw one interception and that was today and that was that Buda Baker interception which was so you saw oh, one sweet. the first pass of the flag football game was a pick six oh I mean I didn't see it I didn't see it Trevor pick. Lawrence was scr- running away from Micah Parsons and lobbed one up for a pick six ah uh, yeah you can't be doing that then golf threw a pick six and I mean like basically the real winners of the day was the secondary. The secondary was <laughs> like, bro, can we just play flag football all the time? I mean, clearly until until the last game and <sighs> damn it. That that man. Um from Minnesota. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, man. He led them to victory. I bet Captain Kirk was great in flag football. Yo, he threw this one pass between like three dudes, man. I don't was for for a one point conversion, bro. If I'm a kicker, I'm like, hey, you know, we need to do something different with this because if y'all start doing one point conversions, y'all might get rid of the kicker, <laughs> so, like as a whole, man. And then, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. But I thought it was pretty. I thought it was better. Um. I like the fact that everybody like did something, but nobody got hurt. You know, because that's one of the big things. Because watching like the last couple of Pro Bowls, man, especially the line, bro, they won't even try to check nobody. Yeah, and it's like, that. but I get I'm, it. I'm glad you um, 
found any joy from watching everybody participate because the only reason I watched as much as I did because I was in a restaurant and it was on the TV because <laughs> there is nothing exciting to me about skills competition and flag football like I get it you know what I'm saying you, you don't want the players to get hurt and I'm cool my thing is I'm just like let's just not have the game like let's Wait. just well I guess the thing about it is I see your point but They've been doing this for how long? No, and, once again, and it's a man, money grab. That's just what it is. It's a money it's grab. It's a money grab, and I'm okay with that. But I don't have to participate in the money grab. Like, look, <laughs> my daughter plays flag football, and I don't be wanting to be out there to see her play. <laughs> and not because I don't want to see her play. It's just like flag football, just nothing exciting about it. I want a flag football championship. And I'm still not thrilled about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't... <laughs> It's like it is what it is. I mean, I hear you, and I mean that's that's cool, you know. But I, I think, I think if the NFL's got to deliver something, I mean, yeah, this, effect, this this was probably the best thing. And I mean, honestly, it was it is cool to see that the players are genuinely having a good time. Yeah, I mean, so it's one of those things where I'm, I'm kind of just like, you know what, this really wasn't that bad. I mean, because it could have been a whole lot worse. I mean, it's worse. It's better than like the fake football games oh. they used to play. You know what I'm saying? Where at least nobody, yeah. nobody wanted to tackle each other, and the linemen were pretty much high fiving each other on every play. Yeah, so they was like, "Bro, it ain't work." Like we hit you all the time for real money, and when there's actual stakes, I ain't trying to hit another 300 pound man just for just for the f of it. Like we good. Well, I mean, the you know the loser got forty two thousand dollars, but yes, I feel your pain. $42,000 mess up my career not so yeah but I say if you're in the Pro Bowl either you're already getting paid or you about to get paid so that $42,000 ain't really all that much worth it like nah I'm good yeah I just like they had different events it was interesting more so than anything else uh, it's something for everybody even like when they had the longest drive the long snappers out there snapping for tic-tac-toe I'm sorry. I didn't get to see that. I bet it was hilarious to watch that. I mean, the the kickers and then the long snappers doing it. It was it was interesting. I guess. I mean, hey, look. I guess. I guess. Hey, how often does do long snappers get their name on the screen? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so no. I thought it was. I thought it was adequate for the purpose. And it looks like. It looks like they made a smart move. And it looks like Vegas is going to be the site for it from now on. And I'm I fine mean, with that. It I makes mean, look, sense. This worst place. Either Vegas or go back to doing it in Hawaii. At least maybe you get players to come. Again. Yeah, but Hawaii is a lot more expensive. That way they ain't got to... That's less money they got to pay out. No, nah, that's true. I mean, that's what... It's, I mean, know, once and, again, and we've already talked about the Pro Bowl longer than anybody wanted to hear about Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> but that's not even why I brought it up. So, you had to have seen the clip. Because on Thursday... They were doing the quarterback uh, scales when they got to throw the ball and hit stuff and all that. And Derek Carr gets up there and destroys it. And Ryan Clark goes to him and he's like, you know, you you are hotter than you ever have been in LA. He's like, yeah, I'm so hot. I'll be going so I'll be I'll be somewhere else other here next year. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, look, what's he supposed to say? They, they, they kind of doing him grimy. They did him grimy <laughs> after he's been the most loyal person in the organization. So I'm not even mad at him for having a little petty and a little hating him. Like, Yo, 
it was so awesome that Ryan Clark, and, and you know he couldn't wait to come out there and just look good yeah. so he could get paid somewhere else yeah. and you know what I hope wherever he goes they win a Super Bowl I whatever team he goes to I probably <laughs> will be rooting harder for them than I have rooted for the Raiders in the last couple other, years. other than Washington because I know you're not going to root for Washington hey man look if he goes to Washington I'll be down with it man I, I will be a part time um, Washington fan consultant you know, I'll be there to keep you reasonable, <laughs> to keep you from, you know, selling yourself dreams. But I mean, hell, if he was on your team, your team is in the playoffs this year. Yeah, but the problem is he's not going to be in Washington because we got an owner who don't have any damn money and he hasn't sold the team yet. So hopefully they're talking this month, next month. Just, just so, I mean, honestly, it needs to be sold this month. So whoever's going to buy it can be like, all right, we can do some free agents <laughs> because if you wait till after what the the first week of, in March, after free when free agents come out, I mean, all the good ones gonna be gone. And what? Well, but what I am also saying is, me personally, I don't think we can go after a quarterback. I think we fix our offensive line, whether it be free agency or the draft or whatever. And I mean, and go and go from there. Not I doing this with you, man. I'm not talking about Washington football offseason plans. All, I, all I'm saying is, at this point in time, you roll with Sam and you get what you get and call it a day. Because this guy really just got off the, the joint. Man, you get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm just saying, man. Because it's just not worth it to go out. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. This guy's such a jerk right now. Such a jerk. Oh, such a jerk. Oh. Girl, we're we not about to do Washington football offseason analysis, man. I, 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 have tried I don't to even want to hear your point. Let's let's I, save it for another show. I, I have tried to finish my last sentence. And, and once I finish this, we're done. All I'm saying is, hey, because we got to get an offensive court. Stop it. Whatever, man. You will listen to this. I, I can still hear you. I just don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I can still hear you the whole time. Can I finish my one? Sorry, man. <laughs> I just want to finish my sentence. And then we're done. My sentence is, you go with the youth, because God knows we haven't tried that yet. And somehow we'll get an offensive coordinator. And that's it. And Black Watcher Adams is laughing at you hysterically. I think she's laughing at you, because I clearly made my point that I didn't want to be a part of this. Sometimes you just don't have choices. So, but before I get into, no, no, I'm not. So my five this week, five inventions that you can't live without Moby. Lights. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more like, I was thinking more, yeah, I was thinking more like not basic shit. I'm talking about I, like, bruh, like I, I can live without a lot of the, the the newfangled technology, but like if I ain't got no lights in the house or no heat I mean, AC, I'm dead, bro. I just I'm not I built like that. that. But everybody, that's what we everybody say. I'm just saying. Five I didn't. Days. I didn't think we were getting creativity points here. You you said the top five things that I can't live without. Why would you think it'd be the same thing if I was thinking basic stuff? I'm just talking about 
other stuff, man, other than the basics. Well, you, you give me your five since your five so much more creative than me wanting to have I, heat and a- AC and lights on. I mean, so I want all that. We all want all that, but I just want to talk about. No, you said five. My, the top five things I can't live without. I can't live without lights, heating, and AC because I am not built for it. I am not a survivalist. I'm not one of these dudes that's like, hey, when the apocalypse comes and and the government conspiracy takeover happens, I'm just going to grow my own food. I, I'm not built like that. And I'm honest with myself enough to know you that I am, a, food, I am a heating and AC type of guy. You can't grow your own food? I mean, I could try. But you I never mean, have? Not no, really. No. You never had a garden? No. Wow. I didn't know that, man. Oh, I like like that. I said, man, I am. I know who I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can figure out. Like yo, if if one of those world coming to an end things happen, and and we got a band together, I'm probably the right person to be on the team though because I'm very cutthroat. Because like, hey, like in a zombie apocalypse or something, hey man, I'm killing everybody. And not except hopefully not me, but. Bro, you're gonna have to really, really do a good job of proving to me that you ain't one of them. What? And it's gonna have to be very convincing. Cause man, look, man, because in all those shows, when the people start trusting people, that's when they die. And I got a I got a very, very low level of trust when it comes to survival. <laughs> so you, you better you better show up early. You know what I'm saying? You better show up early Damn. in the game where I can know. <laughs> That's cold, man. That's cold. No, that's called honesty. <laughs> so, I, I will give you my list because obviously, lights, heat, and water, and all that stuff. Yeah, like I get. But it. water's not an invention. I mean, maybe plumbing is, but water not an invention. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, uh, what are those things called? Those, um, I don't want to say watering hole, but well. Well, that's an invention. Yeah, but the water ain't. No, I'm <laughs> saying you gotta know how to get to it. Yeah. So, so yeah. As far as five things that, other than the basics, that I feel like that I love and I can live without them, but I ain't trying to. You know, first of all, glasses, because as I got older, the, the sight ain't what it used to be, and. And all, all I do is getting worse. And the glasses help, but these bifocals will only do so much. I I took my glasses off, man. Reading something is not possible. It's just not. Yo, man, people say what they want, but like a bathroom, and I mean, not like, like out in the woods. I mean, an actual, not a porcelain, but just a hole that you can, you know, it's wood you can sit on. Cause yo, back in the day, go to grandma's house. She had an outside toilet, bro. So it don't matter what time of day you gotta do that number two. You gotta go outside. It don't matter the time of day, the weather, the nothing. If you gotta take that shit, you gotta take that shit. And that's just what it is, man. So definitely, I would say a bathroom. I'm I'm fine with the bathroom. Um, microwave. You know. I'm fat. I eat. And in the grand scheme of things, I don't like to take five light years for my food to get cooked. So, or warmed up. So, I'm a microwave guy. All right. Um, number four, hey, man, something with wheels on it. 
because I don't like walking. Whether that be a skateboard, a car, skates. Okay, something. so so you don't like walking, but you saying you be out here skateboarding. I don't really be skateboarding, but I I'm I will, just saying like I, I will, modify your list. If you say bike, I'm with you. Skates, I, maybe skateboard, bike, bike, rollerblade, you know, blades, stuff like that. Stuff I've done before, yeah. I mean, I've I've rollerbladed before. I rollerbladed for a while actually. So I did that. That's awesome. You know, a bike, same thing. I'm good with that. Something with wheels, man. That's why I'm, if I've skateboarded once, wasn't my thing. But if I had to, it is what it is, bro. Um, and then number five, I mean, obviously, you know, a sewing machine. Gotta have clothes, bro. And everybody's like, well, you know, fig leaves. Fuck that, man. Nah, I learned how to sew when I was like 89, man. If, if I had to make clothes, bro, it's what it is. Because that naked and afraid bullshit, mm-mm, not your boy. First of all, I'm way too fat for that. And then number two, nah, man. Hell, hell, hell no. Hell no. Two cup, man. Like, man, F all that shit. So there you go. That's my five, man. I see Dre up here got a five. Dre from VA. He got AC, oven, washing machine medicine surgery and a shower I mean you ain't criticize him for saying AC I mean I criticize AC so but I, I would want AC but that's not my top 10 bro you are tripping I, bro, am, I am from Savannah Georgia I, F that I have hey, been hey, I have been in a house with no AC when it's 110 degrees outside I can't go back, bro. Hey, I hey. can't go back. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, yo, my grandma's house had an outhouse. Do you think that shit had AC? What, the outhouse or the house? The house. Hell no, the house didn't have AC. <laughs> it had and, windows, motherfucker. And I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying your priorities are effed up if you need wheels before you need AC. You crazy your face. Time, bro, baby, I don't, time. I do not mind walking. Hey, it's all about that time now. It's all about the time. I, I just, I predicate my time to be important. I mean, I've been hot before. I used to work outside all summer on the river. Like, I understand heat. And where'd you go it. when your day was over? Inside to the motherfucking AC. <laughs> but you, there, you, you didn't go, you know what? I don't need this AC. I'm going to turn the AC off in the crib and just go back and just enjoy all and enjoy my wheels. <laughs> I'm not saying AC is not up there. I'm saying it's not my top five. That's all I'm saying. Now you gonna finish your top five? Yeah, I'm gonna go back right back where I said AC. Saying <laughs> AC and heat. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be cold either. Um, you made me mad. You made me like I'm with Dre on the shower as well. That was one of my other things. Man, whatever. Hey, bro, you asked me things I, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. If you knew what type of shower, how high on the priority ranking shower work was to me, you'd understand. I take two of the motherfuckers a day, and I I spend almost an hour a day in the shower, Ruben. That's how that's how much I value I mean, the shower. That's, that's awesome for you. So AC shower. Um, I would say grill, but I could do without a grill. I could make my own impromptu grill I'm I'm gonna actually ride with you on the microwave too 
even though I don't like warming up a lot of stuff for real, but it is really good to have that in your back pocket to just I can pop this thing in the microwave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, refrigerator. I don't know how you missed that. I mean, and and honestly, I'm this gonna be the generic one that or the probably the most creative ones I have. Some form of a sound system, radio, anything, because like I, I need music to be able to play. I hear you. Where I'm at at some point in time. I hear that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of that. You know. But yeah, notice internet's not up there. Yep. Phone same. ain't up there. Like I'm same. I'm cool without that thing. I guess because we're of an older generation, like we remember how not important cell phones used to be. I mean, and I remember not having one till I was like, I get by myself. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get a cell I got a cell phone when I was 17 and I had 150 minutes on it a month and I cherished those 150 minutes I ain't go wasting them we ain't had no text or nothing it was just like I got 150 minutes yes and, sir and I am gonna make this 150 work yes sir well, you know how quick them conversations used to be it'd be get to the point get up get off cause unless it's a weekend or you got free yeah. I ain't have free with nah I was straight 150 back then, baby. Ooh. It was all all prepaid flip Motorola with the pull-out antenna with the green screen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, what time you gonna be home so I can call you on the house phone? You That's know what I'm right. saying? Those, those are the conversations. Like, hey, 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 I'll be home in about two hours. All right, cool. I ain't waste no minutes. Yeah, it won't though. What you doing? I wish what? a chick would what? say I just want to talk <laughs> to you about today when she know I got 150 goddamn minutes. <laughs> I just I just want to talk. Well, I don't until I get home. <laughs> Unless you pay for this call. You're not. All right, keep pushing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, these kids don't know nothing about that, man. Don't know nothing about it. Don't know nothing about it. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. Wow, the boards. Dre out here talking that cold cash. No type of stuff can't stop 121 degrees with the beavers, the sun beaming down and running the water holes for two minutes until the water gets cold. Can't compare to having an AC. You like you like high water bills. I don't know where you grew up at, man. Hey, no, I know, I know what he's saying because like back in the summer, you know, back in the day at Petersburg and we used to go to eight. Well, I, I can't call AP Hill. We used to go to Cool Spring Gardens Elementary since we can't any allowed to call AP Hill no more. You know, we go play basketball outside of court and we bring a water hose with us and tap it into the school. But even <laughs> then, it was so hot in the pipes, you got to let that water run for a couple minutes oh, yeah. before the, the water is not going to scold you and leave you with blisters on your lips. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, I, yo, man, I got to talk to you about this, bro. So, I don't know if you heard about it, but it happened in New York. So, on the first day of February, a middle school, you know, got fed chicken and waffles for lunch. And oh, for Black History Month? Well, well hold on. <laughs> Is chicken Black and waffles History for month? lunch? Yeah, chicken and waffles for lunch and watermelon for dessert. And people got mad. And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking hey man, about this. Was this the IKEA menu? <laughs> Remember last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking about this, right? Because Aramark, they, first of all, 
Aramark, A-A-R-A-M-A-R-K, that big-ass company, does their school lunch. So that's a whole... I just need to let you know we're in a whole different shit. Like, Aramark does, like, colleges. So what I didn't... I never thought in the world that Aramark would be doing school not less high not high school air marks doing middle school and these people got upset because they gave them chicken and waffles and watermelon on the first day and people got offended you know what i said moby they got chicken and waffles at middle school bro like who who's bitching about chicken and waffles hey i i want to know who was upset because I'm like I'm like that dude in the Clerks movie. I can't taste your racism. Exactly. I'm, ha- I'm happy as hell about these chicken and waffles and watermelon. Yes. Now maybe on the back end I'm like, man, that was some kind of racist bullshit. It was delicious. You know man. what I'm saying? I'm, I mean I'm happy, but honestly, my fatness would have overruled oh. my my black pride because I probably wouldn't even thought about any racism. I'd have just been like. Yo, unless somebody would have told me, hey, this is our black history menu, then I might have been like, hey, man, I wish you wouldn't have said that because now I got to think about it that way. Because at first I would just be like, yo, this chicken and waffles is dope. So, right. All right. Uh, They were served chicken and waffles with a a choice of watermelon for dessert. The school's administration and its food vendor apologized after students and parents pointed out the racial stereotypes the menu reinforced what middle school child no, sat no. here and said yo this shit racist bro like once I'm again a, i'm gonna tell you it's one of two people it's one of two types of people I'm, I'm gonna be bold either it was a white person trying to prove that they was down or it was some black person that had just like literally just been talking about critical race. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they teach in New York. So you're right. But bro, I mean, I never had chicken and waffles in school. Ever. My thing and is, it, I might I might have called it racist if it wasn't good. <laughs> like if I'd have been like, man, this chicken whack as shit, man. Yeah, like who y'all I mean, got back there cooking it? Unless I mean, and I don't even honestly I didn't think about that. I don't know if I would eat chicken waffles at a school lunch unless they got some lady back there with a hairnet on, but she got like not enough hair to even really be in a ponytail, and she got that wide refrigerator booty, and she call you sweetie a baby. Like that woman, I would eat her chicken and waffles. Well, but, first of all, you know that woman didn't exist because Airmark brought this shit in once again. Yeah, let me then, state, then I, I don't even know if I trust that dude. Like yeah, but still. Uh, uh, a catering company. I might have thought this was a conspiracy from the man. Like, what's in this chicken? What, what was what was that movie where um the, the, they were trying to um, spike the chicken for all the black people? I might have thought this was a setup. It's like, yeah, I know y'all want me to eat this chicken and waffles, but I know what time it is. <laughs> the press were said the letter to parents that the school was unaware of the menu. What? First of all, that's, that's a dumb budget. letter to stand. Because I don't know if that makes you look better for not knowing what the damn menu going to be. <laughs> we are extremely disappointed by this regrettable situation and apologize to the entire Nyack community for the culture insensitivity 
displayed by a food service provider. First of all, let's just be honest about this shit. Yes, this shit could have been racist as hell. But let's be real, man. I agree with you, Moby. If the shit was nasty, then you tell on them. But if it was good, who bitching? The ve- the black vegan kid over here who don't believe that meat should come from an animal? Hey, uh, I, I, what? Feel like, I feel like vegans are just unhappy people anyway. <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. We, we bitching about chicken. And, we bitching about something. Yo, you know what we used to bitch about in high school as far as food? Square pizza. It was good. But people used to bitch about square pizza. Chicken and waffles? What? Man. They're going to have to just miss me with this bullshit. Because. Once they, again. It, it must it's, not, it's not a good look. It is. It does have a lot of racial undertones. I'm just saying. As a middle school kid. I don't think I would have been thinking about racism at all. I would have just been like. Damn chicken and waffle sounds dope as shit for lunch. Man. <laughs> For real? <laughs> for, I'd have came home. Yo, how was lunch? I'm like, Yo, you mean I don't have to have that fake processed cheeseburger or or that random fried microwavable chicken patty? This already tells you the quality of food that they get at school. When they's like, Yo, we, yo, Black History Month, we do chicken and waffles and watermelon. Let's be real. The only thing about that whole thing that could have been quote unquote racist is the damn watermelon. If they had not had the watermelon and they just had chicken and waffles, nobody be bitching about it. It's the damn watermelon. Probably. I mean, I mean, you, let's you, be you, real, you, man. You're right. Cause, because cause chicken is chicken. But when you throw yeah. the watermelon on top of it, now, now you've got a racial meal. Whatever, a, a, man. You, a delicious meal, but racist <laughs> nonetheless. So there's somebody brought up the fact, well, wait a minute, watermelon's not in season. And I was just kind of like, hold on. They saved all this watermelon for your ass? And you, and this is how you repay them? What is wrong with you? This is some parent bullshit right here. This is some parent bullshit. And I mean, look, we, we can admit that it wasn't a good look. We can admit that it probably did have racial undertones. We can also admit that chicken and waffles for lunch sounds pretty fucking awesome. Man, chicken and waffles for lunch. Yeah, bruh, I've had chicken and waffles like twice in my life. One was at Roscoe's. And the other time, I don't remember when I had it. Maybe I made it myself accidentally. I, I know. But I don't even make myself chicken and waffles. And these kids got it for lunch? Please, man. I'm sorry. This, this is one of those times where shit just got taken a little too far. Well, I just know in the middle school that I was just in this weekend, I was walking around the cafeteria and I feel like the schools are trying to turn all kids into vegans. Because basically every sign was just about how cool vegetables were and you should get your <laughs> proteins from beans and you should skip the meat for lunch. And I'm just like, I get it. There's research that says it's healthier. And I have no problem with anybody wanting to be a vegan, vegetarian, however you choose to eat. I'm just saying, is there any more, is there any bigger hater in this world than a fucking vegan? And, and, and let me explain. I don't have no problem with a vegan. But, like, as me, meat eater, like, I don't go to restaurants and watch other people eat vegetables and go, oh, my God, that is fucking disgusting. Do you know how many pesticides are probably in those vegetables? 
oh you are killing yourself but you as a vegan feel the need to point out every time i'm eating some meat and tell me how it causes cancer and how i'd be so much healthier without it that's cool you might be right but how about you shut the fuck up and let me enjoy being a carnivore just just me i'm not bothering you i'm not forcing any meat down your throat if you don't want any of that chicken cool the way i look at it more for me hey man this is it's very simple about vegans and and you know <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna quote uh part of um scott pilgrim at versus the world movie in the, in the comic book yo man it was very simple they were just like you know what's the thing about vegans and they say they said not Ruben Ruben didn't say this shit so don't attack me hey it said vegans are just better people and I'm just kind of like okay I mean if you feel that way that's awesome you know um but yeah in the grand scheme of things man that's yeah that protein bro yeah mm. bro, bro uh, if you're a vegan and you want to eat that way I don't yeah, care yeah cool that's just expensive as fuck though my thing is I just don't care but I'm not trying like if if you're gonna give me the passive statement like oh you know once I became a vegan I started feeling so much better you know I just cool but if you're gonna give me the whole it's causing me cancer it's the reason I'm having all these problems because like honestly in 2023 is there anything that doesn't fucking cause cancer anymore I mean, cell phones cause cancer, but you know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, honestly, is there anything? Can you name five things that don't fucking cause cancer? Ruben's one. I don't know, man. I don't cause cancer. Somebody might disagree. I have been known to cause cancer, so not that you know of. I mean, I I mean, I am a cancer, (laughs) but I have not been known to cause cancer, so I don't know. But yeah, man, I, I I just think it just. I just think there are times where where people are reaching. And, they, and you know what? If Aramark did say, yo, man, let's throw some racist shit out there for lunch. Yo, man, how about them chicken and waffles? And we're going to top it off with that watermelon, dog. <laughs> really? That That's 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 what you're going to hit me about the food racism? I I'm going to say their brand of racism sounds delicious. Exactly. I mean, give me uh, that it, shit. Is it problematic? Day. Yes, it is. It's problematic. It, it does reinforce stereotypes, but I can't taste your racism. I'm just saying, if they had orange drink or purple drink with it, maybe they went a little too far. You know? But look, man, because they had a whole, there's a whole lot of cheaper shit they could have had to be racist, like black eyed peas and shit. So like, I'm just saying, they could have done better. So, yeah, man, y'all just need to stop bitching about stuff. So, man, what are we talking about today, Moby? I don't know. Uh, so, man, you I, know, I, but I thought I thought you was picking the topics, man. I just what do you mean? I just, I just showed up. You just showed up, huh? I mean, look, man, I, my life ain't interesting. I don't. I didn't. I didn't look up any international news or anything, man. Like, I just didn't. I'm sorry. I'm ill prepared. Um, there is something I wanted to talk about, and it was these evil vegans, and I already talked about it. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not saying they all evil. I'm just saying the ones I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, maybe you know a friendly vegan. I mean, 
Look, I'm sure some of them are friendly, but I mean, I still wish most of them would just shut the hell up and let me enjoy my delicious food. I mean, nobody really talks about no, the vegans that I know. They don't really sit and say, hey, man, um, F your food. I mean, they ain't got to say F your food, but if you're trying to make me feel bad about the way I eat, I ain't trying to make you feel bad about the tasteless delights that you have. You eating your little broccoli sticks and and bringing your packs of celery and and saying, you wow. know, ooh, ooh, I made this delicious vegan quiche. Like, hey, fuck man. them. Hey, fuck them, man. <laughs> If if I want to eat a steak, I'm gonna eat a goddamn steak. You know, it's like whatever, wow. man. Like, look, I'm glad you found you know your God and your new God is vegetables, and it, that's cool. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I appreciate. I'm happy for you, and I hope your your love relationship with broccoli and and all those other green things. You know, I hope you and your spinach smoothies and <laughs> and your avocado ice cream. I hope I hope you're happy with it. I'm gonna be over here living unhealthy and happy. Damn man, is somebody peeing your Kool Aid this morning? I mean, what's going no on? man, no. You got this. You, it's almost like an unhealthy hate for vegans right now. No man, I don't hate vegans. I hate anybody that tries to push their lifestyle on someone else's. So you say they're very similar to Dallas Cowboy fans. Which are very similar to Washington football. Fans. No, nope, nope. They're not. They're not. I mean, look, they're man. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're I get it. I get it. You want to be different, not, and you're not. You just got not, different colors. They're not. They're not. They're not. Crips and Bloods, baby. Crips Wrong. and Bloods. You all the gang. You all the gang. You all the gang. We're not either one of that. You all the gang. And just, you know, at least they don't have the same historical um, racism behind their team. I mean, I don't know, man. Cowboys aren't exactly like, you know, they don't exactly love like other color people. If you say so. If you say so. I mean, come on, man. If, if you want to find what fan base has the most black people, it's not hard to tell. Ho, ho, ho. First of all, not hard to tell. I didn't say, I didn't say nothing about the most and, black and, people. And there's a reason because historically, Washington football franchise was probably the most racist franchise in the NFL. But I don't think that's why more black people. Our cowboy fans, I just think it's the Cowboys fans because the star is shiny, and sometimes a whole bunch of us like a whole bunch of shiny shit. So, so you doubled down on racism <laughs> to defend your Washington football team. You doubled down on a negative trope <laughs> to defend. You, know, you like that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> oh man, that was that was mighty red of you right there. Mighty red of you. Uh, definitely you not. you and Sean Hannity should get a show together, man. Oh, please, man. <laughs> I mean, look, Stephen A. Smith does stuff with Sean Hannity, you know, and he... I mean, I don't got nothing to do with that. Cause... Hey, that's your boy, man. That's nah. your boy. First take. Nah, I mean, first <laughs> first take's funny, man, but that ain't Sean Hannity, my boy. That guy. I mean, he hates cowboy fans just like you. So, I mean, you could fill in for Sean, for uh, Stephen A. anytime. Nah, I can't. I can't go to Sean Hannity. Anytime. Ugh. Why would you even wish that upon me? That's they pay nasty. you enough. Nah, I can't get paid enough, Bill. That's my chip. Look, everybody's got a price, baby. Everybody's got a price. Not to be on that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I do have this thing called dignity. I mean, you may not think I have it, but I do. Oh, man, there I, there I, are limits. I, 
I ain't saying you got dignity. I'm just saying, you know, there's a price tag on dignity. Like, nah, just not, not to be on Hannity. First yeah. of all, why would I ever? Why would he ever invite me on Hannity? Number one, and then number two is like, come on. I mean, look, man. Once they get one fat black guy to say whatever they want, then that's enough, man. I mean, that's no, they, they they pretty much feel like they can buy some more. Well, they can't and look, me. And, and who knows, man? Jason Whitlock, you know. When he has a heart attack and dies from you know choking on his own racism against his own people, like they're gonna need somebody to fill in, man. And so why, why would not, it be me? Why wouldn't you want to get paid, man? You you always for the uh, the advocate for getting paid. So why wouldn't you want to get paid? Because I got this thing called a family. <laughs> I man, mean, you look, can say what you want. I do. I, I ain't trying look, to. Man, I know you got a family, man. But yeah, like, you I ain't know, trying to do that. Nah, bro. You know, your, nah. your family will enjoy coming to your eight bedroom house on fifty acres that Fox News paid for. Like, I mean, would you do it? We ain't talking about me. <laughs> there we go. We don't don't try to get me something to do. Something you ain't gonna do. I'm, I'm just saying. Historically, I have said several times. I've been broke my whole life. I don't mind staying that way. Like, I ain't never advocated for getting paid for nothing. You have. You hey, have you have no, for other people, <laughs> not for me. There are a whole bunch of people out here who get paid for doing nothing. I, I'm clearly not one of them. So, yeah, no, don't do that to me. I mean, that's I mean, nah, hell no. Nah, man, but yeah, I took the week off from Florida. Um, I just did, and I mean, after what? After, after our little spill on on veganism, like I just couldn't. Nah, David. Nah, David. Not even close. Not even close, David. What? What? You, how did you get that out of? Hey. Oh, because I said I had a family. No, man. I'm talking Ruben's, about like my. Ruben parents, married to the man. game, David. He married. <laughs> he, he, he married to the game. <laughs> no. 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 When I said family, I meant like my parents and my extended family, because you know, I mean, I ain't trying. To, I'd rather people talk about me for. For not going, not being there, not talking to me because I'm embarrassing them on national TV. I ain't about that life. So yeah, David, um, Ruben ain't ready to get married, man. Them streets keep calling them, you know. Man, the streets the ain't streets calling. calling them, baby. I wish they would. Maybe I, maybe I would be married by the they call. He, 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 he said, "I can't get married and deny these streets." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. Because. I give I give my He said it would be selfish of him to get married <laughs> and deny deny all these other people from what he got. Like he is just <laughs> I can't even like the other citizens, man. I mean like it's impressive how all that all those lies just come out of your mouth strong. Like <laughs> like almost fluent. But you you can't even keep you can't even keep the, the straight face. He would look good on fire. Hell no. Hey, hey. See, I ain't say see, that much. That's damn, David. Really? That's that's how you that's what you think about me? Man. That's I mean, look, it'd be you you look good having that money. But I ain't gonna say you look good on Fox. Like I look, I, I would talk mad shit about you if you was on Fox, but like I still go out to dinner with you so you could pick up the tab. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Cause that's the type of friend I am. Like, you know, I'm gonna still support you. Just I'm gonna talk shit about you to your face. <laughs> you do that now. What I need to go fight. See, well, that. see, look, well, look, man. Now you know that I'm gonna keep it real <laughs> with you, no matter what. <laughs> All right, boy. Whatever, man. Like hell to the no. 
I don't feel nowhere near that way. Ah, uh, I would, man, I would probably throw up on national TV. Yeah, we can't do that. You mean throw up money? <laughs> <laughs> throw up money. Now I could be that the other side on that show. So when all those people say all that dumb shit, I can be like, why are you talking all that dumb shit? Man, you be up there one episode because they'd be like, hey, look, we don't pay you. <laughs> we don't pay you to defend or even make logical sense about issues of coming to race. We pay you to say what we would get in trouble for saying because we're white. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's why we have people like Jason with like on payroll. Oh, so he can say all the shit that we would get canceled for if we say it. But if a black person hates on another black person, we can pay him. And we're basically paying him to be ostracized by his own people. But you know what? As long as we pay enough, like he cool. Man. What DL Hughley say on the Tonight Show? Like, Jason Whitlock is proof that you don't have to be white to be racist against black people. <laughs> yeah, man, and the crazy, here's the crazy part. And, you know, the fact that we've talked this long and Jason Whitlock's been on the show is already annoying as hell. But, yo, man, like, what have you done for your life except sit behind a uh, a keyboard and type, bro. I mean, you like 800 pounds. You ever played in the street? You've been on the streets for what lot? No, I'm. I'm not gonna attack his fatness. I can't because I'm fat. I, 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 I'm not gonna attack his fatness. I'm gonna attack everything else. I mean, it's not hard. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna attack everything else, and I'm gonna say that Jason Whitlock. We literally saw him turn into Uncle Ruckus on live TV. <laughs> on live TV, this man turned into Uncle Ruckus. God. Now, you know what the problem with them coons is? <laughs> they got a black woman running them. They all look like a whole bunch of gang members. <laughs> so, I got a question, man. <laughs> is he hate on black women because he can't have one? I mean, look, when it's been that long since you've seen your own penis, Ruben, like, you probably hate anybody, anybody with a vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it, God. It, just, it just so happens that the, the target of this hate happened to be black. Like, has he said one positive thing about a black woman? Like, I, I hope his mom is something he's talked about positively. Um, I don't know if he's ever said anything positive about a black woman, but I think the most positive thing he can do is not ever talk to one. Because we don't need him to engage with that that we, we don't need him a part of our community. Like, can we uninvite him to, to, every, cookout. Cookout, <laughs> to every cookout? Like, can, can we have a mandatory picture of him on everybody's oh. grill and just be like, hey, this dude ain't allowed to come. If you see this dude, cookout's over. Damn, Black Morticia Alves, really? I mean, you're taking a little too far now. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't. I don't want to hang him because too many of our honorable ancestors died that way, and I don't feel like he should share in the yo, same type of death as them. Definitely not. I mean, yeah, and I wouldn't waste a bullet on him, and I don't want to get close enough to stab him. So I mean, like, I mean, all we really gotta do is tie him up and put a mirror in front of him and make him stare at it, because obviously he hates black people. 
So looking at himself would be torture. And we just make him look at himself every day. Every day. Ah, crazy. But we've talked way too much about him. Because we don't feel him. We don't think he's... Oh, that is what Uncle Rucker said. (laughs) Hang on, I got the rope right here. (laughs) God damn it. I miss the boondocks. I miss the boondocks. Yo, who who knew that the, the character that he modeled Tom after, Don Lemon, who knew that just, you know, a decade later... Sometimes Don Lemon be the realest nigga on CNN. <laughs> I, I think Don Lemon is the realest nigga on CNN a lot, especially. Well, it's, I don't watch. I don't watch the morning stuff, so I don't know how he is in the morning. However, I no, do. I'm, it's just funny that like as a whole community, we we used to really shit on Don Lemon because we we made a lot of assumptions about who he was. Yeah, and, and I didn't. And then that, you see yeah. him, and then you see. Well, I didn't either, but you see him on on. Like the New Year's thing with his mom up there, and then you hear his mom talk. Like I, I listen to his podcast. Like, yo, Don Lemon, just like every other black dude that came from humble beginnings, man. Yeah, like he just happened show, to get on the news. You know what his, I'm saying? His show at night was all right for the most part. I yeah, mean, I'm talking about pre CNN Don you know, tonight wow. when he was just the anchor on CNN. We made all this like we made all these assumptions about how he was like a black dude that wanted to be white. And it's like it's totally not him, but we didn't yeah. know enough about him to to say anything else. Plus, I don't think he had felt comfortable enough in his homosexuality to realize that kind of makes him a little bit untouchable. So, like, because he Anderson Cooper has realized that for a long time. Anderson <laughs> Cooper be out here saying whatever the hell he want because he know he know they better not fire me, man. Everybody, <laughs> yo, the fact that he does New Year's with that Andy dude and that Andy dude does nothing but get wasted every oh, Don, new year Don Lemon be drunk as hell too yeah I just I mean I haven't watched like it two years ago two years ago Don Lemon was out there drunk with his boyfriend when he with his um yeah he was drunk with his boyfriend like he was lit husband now so. yeah husband now but he was lit yeah but what's his name Andy um Cohen yeah man Andy Cohen be just man I'm waiting for him to throw up on live TV if, if Anza nah, they, Cooper they, just be like they move the camera away yeah but Anza Cooper just be like god bless America man I gotta hold this shit up for both of us dumbass like hey but you know what when you untouchable you can do that and Anza yeah, Cooper we ain't, he, we, we ain't saying he untouchable like we bitter about anything nah. we, just, we just being real about what it is like Anderson Cooper would have to do some hellacious shit which he to get removed from TV, yeah, he he know he understand he understand his purpose and his work, and he ain't gonna never do no crazy ass shit. That that's not him. And I mean, now he got two hours at nighttime now too. Shit. I mean, Don Lemon had two hours, but that was late night. Now this dude's got two hours from eight to ten, cause they moved Don Lemon's ass in the morning. Yeah. And Don Lemon be coming up there with hoodies on. I'll be like, go ahead, Lemon. You don't give two fucks. He's coming up there with hoodies on. Now his hairline be tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like every once in a while, Don Lemon let the hairline go and feel like he went to a place where all his white co-workers were going to. And then every once in a while, you'd be like, oh shit, you went to a Capital Cuts this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I ain't mad at him, though. You, both of them do them, man, because, you know, 
when election time, I'm all up in it, man. I, I watch way too much CNN during election time. But I, I can't watch MSNBC. I damn sure can't watch Fox. And for the most I part... MSNBC exists. Man, because it doesn't. I mean, there's a channel for it and everything, but it don't exist no more. I, I just mean, think I think it's weird that CNN is considered like a liberal station when for a long time it was Fox News was conservative, MSNBC was liberal, and CNN was where you went to get balance. But then all of a sudden when CNN started like being truthful about like everything. Well, not even being truthful about everything, just like as they kept consistent with what they always did which is try to be you know just be in the middle that became liberal like telling the truth became a real liberal thing because that's when that's when the other side really started lying like highly you know you did little lies here and there but now if you're gonna bring up trump who lies all the damn time because that was why i didn't watch msnbc because even though i have a fair amount of liberal views I ain't that far on the liberal end. So here it is. There's Fox News and there's MSNBC and somewhere in the middle where am I at? Somewhere in the middle there's CNN. Now, and and I, I, always are, thought, I always thought it was cool because CNN don't try to hide behind like like they try to give Democratic views. They always have Republicans up there. Sometimes they be totally disagreeing with each other. I thought CNN was where I went to get balance and then all of a sudden somebody told me CNN was liberal and I was like when the fuck did that happen? Well because I mean honestly I would say that they're liberal because not as much as MSNBC but I would say they're a little bit liberal because it's not balanced. There's usually like one Republican and then like three three or four Democrat people so it's not balanced. As, as well as it should be now I feel, like, I feel like they're leaning into their audience though because I think once they got the because back in the day I watched CNN a long time ago too back yeah. in the day it was always balanced and then yeah. once they started becoming known as being liberal I feel like they were just like well shit I guess we kind of well, kind of go in this liberal and honestly most of the time when I see them up there they do have balance unless you're counting the anchor as the imbalance you, so usually they like when Rick Santorum used to be up there, it'd be him, be Van Jones, and like two other people who are clearly more Democratic than Republican. But if there's a Republican view, they'd always go to Rick Santorum. And then I guess he said some shit and did some dumb shit. So well, he go. I, I think a lot of it was also like towards the transition. Republicans didn't want to be on CNN because that was like a way of if you're on CNN, you got labeled like a traitor to your own party. Yeah, but see, and that's the that's the crazy part, right? Because with Fox News, it's the exact opposite. There's like one Democrat, one poor, shitty, sorry ass Democratic person, and a whole bunch of Republicans, and they don't get a good Democratic person. Oh God, no! At least CNN gets somebody like respectable, like they can talk, they understand what's going on, shit like that. These motherfuckers get some dude that they picked off the street, said, "I don't like Republicans." You know, what? let's bring you on the show. And like you might know a little some some, but you there's no way that person can can go to verbal verbal accounts with the other three people. Like that show the the five. Oh my god! Can I, I mean there there is no Democrat view on that show. It's five Republicans. That's crazy. Do bitch. I what? did not know that. What? Well, I, I'm in the corner of my eye. The Grammys are on, 
and Trevor just said based on the closed caption that um, Beyonce has done it. We just saw history tonight. She won. She has now won the most Grammys of any artist. Makes sense. I can see that. You know. I mean, I can see it, but I still didn't think. Honestly, I just didn't think she had. I just thought. Well, I assume that, but I also assume they included the Destiny Child stuff in there. Oh, there you go. That's that's probably all right. Didn't think about that. Look at you with the pop culture knowledge that I, I'm not. Hey man, remembering. I got that. I mean, because Beyonce was Destiny Child before she was Beyonce, before she was Queen B, as she was. So yeah, she she. So I guess now she won something tonight. So yeah, is she like pregnant? Like eight months pregnant or some shit? I mean, she is. She is hiding it incredibly well. Oh, I thought she was pregnant. I mean, I don't know. I'm pop culture, but I, I don't follow like that. Um, but yeah, you know. Yeah, so that was all the nothingness that I had to talk about and, and allowed us to get all over the place. So it's okay. There, there's my segment. <laughs> well, that's why I asked you what what you had what you have on your mind. Oh, I didn't know that was what I had on my mind. I just thought that was my segment. What's on your I, mind? Nothing. Not <laughs> we took it all out. We drank. No, it. no. Actually, what's on my mind is um, you know, we talked about it earlier, man. The the discrepancy in youth sports when it comes to the way we treat men's and women's sports like I'll be honest um, I didn't ever pay attention to the discrepancy as much and honestly I'm not paying attention to the discrepancy as much as you would think because like my daughters both play sports that's actually not what's made it obvious to me it's the fact that like I coach both sides now Mm -hmm. So I coach, you know, a youth male team. I coach a youth female team. And everything about it is different, culture-wise. And none of it has anything to do with the players. Because at the end of the day, the players are the players. Yeah. You know, the guys act very similar to the girls. Um, Because they're kids. Now, the girls are way more cheerleaders for each other. And -hmm. there's a lot less ego on my girls team than the boys team but at the end of the day they are no different but I'm in I coach in the same association for the boys and the girls Mm -hmm. and I see all the rules seem to be enforced differently so we're supposed to get a certain amount of time at halftime it's supposed to be the equivalence of a quarter so they're supposed to get the boy, the boys and girls play the same amount of time. They're supposed to get seven minutes at halftime. My girls' team has not got more than three minutes of halftime of any game. Um, the referees are constantly trying to rush through our games, so much so that they've actually admitted it to us. Like, hey, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to move these games along, trying to move these games along. I don't see that on the boys' side. Um. I just don't see the support and I've often argued and made the statement and I'll still stand by these statements like when professional women are saying hey it's terrible that we don't get paid as much as men my thing is the money follows money follows so if your league's not making as much money it's not going to get paid as much because hey not that long ago NBA finals were tape delayed. Mm-hmm. Really wasn't that long ago. Nah. 
So, so it's not like men's NBA basketball has always been this cash cow. It became that with ratings and viewership. So when, you know, professional women athletes are like, well, we should get paid the same as men. No, you should get paid the same percentage of profit as men. Th- that's my view. Somebody might disagree with me, but you should have the same amount of the percentage of the profit that the league makes going to your salaries. Correct. You just got to figure out a way to increase that profit margin. Exactly. Now, I've often thought, same as, you know, people have told me, well, it's up to sports viewers to market women's sports better so it can get more viewership. Yeah, but the problem is we don't really support women's sports with other women. Um, the NBA, like take the NFL for example. The NFL now does a pretty good job of trying to market their product to women. Like you look at the NFL Fan Zone site, they have you know a whole women's line of clothes for their, for sports fans. But it didn't used to be like that. They now, used to basically be like, hey, our target audience is drunk men. So we have a lot of beer commercials, and and that's I mean that's what we pushed. Yeah. And then women became, well, women became more loud about the fact that they were fans of the sport as well. So the marketing changed. Who is the women's sports target audience? Because it can't be women. Because unless that woman is traditionally a sports fan. It's got to be young girls. Exactly. But young girls don't have money. Well, not even young girls don't got money. We don't get young girls interested in the sport, so it transitions later on. Correct. And part of that starts in youth sports. Like, we, when, when there's such a discrepancy on how we treat young athletes, where it's glory for, for, the, for the young males, it's glory and popularity and appeal... And I remember not too long ago, when I was in high school, some of the best female basketball players were damn near ostracized by the school because they got called things like dyke. Oh, they're, you know, they're lesbians. Just because they were interested in sports. And we have done a piss poor job of making it okay for women to be interested in sports Mm-hmm. And be interested in other things. It's almost like we do a one or the other with them. Yeah. And that's not on the kids. That's yeah. on the adults in the, in the support system. That's why now I have even more respect for what Kobe Bryant was doing after his career, post career. Yeah, as he was such an advocate for women's basketball like and he never called it the one thing i noticed in looking listening to all the things he never once referred to it as women's basketball that's always talking about it was basketball yeah and until we get to a place where we treat you sports like it's the same whether you're male or female it's never going to be big like so all these women athletes that want equal pay it's never going to happen if you don't have equal appeal in the sport because the money will always follow the interest 
And if the men have to be just as interested in your sport as the women, it's never going to make it. And then if you're going to leave it up to men, unfortunately, what men do with most things when it comes to women is we're going to sexualize the fuck out of it. So your hottest female athletes will be your most paid, whether they're the best or not. You know, there's a reason we don't have a real women's football league, but they got that lingerie football league, which makes pretty decent money for not having to pay anybody. Because men, we're going to sexualize the fuck out of it. And it's tackle. Yeah, exactly. Unless we get to say they're actually real athletes. But unfortunately, the only way they have a league where they can really make some money and get some interest, they got to be out there in their underwear. Yeah, like like your league I mean if I'm correct didn't you say it was run by a, a, a lady um it's, it's technically there's I think um yeah I think she is the, the leader of the board but um yeah but but, but, but that's I, the thing I, she's not advocating for the same treatment but then exactly. maybe she doesn't even know well that's what I'm saying like you should be like hey um, oh no it's coming up oh the, the first time we have a meeting I'm gonna be there cause I'm gonna bring it up yeah, because basically, you know, the, if the refs don't care, man, then you're doing everything a disservice. And they don't care. The ones that have there don't care. And they shouldn't be there. You know, because in the grand scheme of things, and, and this is also where... We just got to make it more appealing for women to be athletes. And yeah. and not mean, it, that does not mean you are any less feminine. That does not mean you are any less then it doesn't mean you have to fit a stereotype like yeah if you if you just want to be an if you're an athlete you're an athlete you know what you know who are also athletes like those competition dance cheerleaders yeah fucking athletes yeah you know gymnasts athletes basketball I mean, players athletes i mean there's a reason why like and i and i'm gonna give i mean you you'll probably be completely against it but i'll give wwe a little credit because like this that next in line thing that nl they call next in line and you know they got a lot of they got a lot of women in that, and they got that one cheerleader from the TV show Cheer or whatever. I guess she's really really good, um, Gabby something. Um, but yeah, she's in that man. And somebody I read an article is like, well, are they ever gonna be in a square circle? Look, man, you want them to be an advocate for for the brand. They don't necessarily have to wrestle eventually. And like the twins that are in Miami. They're in the NIL program for WWE, and literally they play they play basketball, they um they do TikTok stuff, and WWE sends them to like all the big events, and they TikTok it all day, and you know just getting the the stuff out there. So I mean I think that I think that we have to as a whole look at a way to um you know basically market everyone. And I think the problem is, well, it's not, the, it's not a thing. They don't market women's sports at all. Zero. They assume the men's sports will bring everybody in, like football and basketball and stuff. But, yo, I mean, you know, there are some high schools that have better women's sports than men's sports. And they found a way to market. You just got to market all of it instead of, like, picking and choosing. But It's not about marketing. They celebrate well, marketing celebrate the whole nine. No, so like, no, but there's a difference. Like some people think marketing is just 
throwing money at it. it's like no you've got to make it appealing and you've got to make it like celebrate it like the high the best yeah. male high school basketball player on a sorry ass high school basketball team gets more celebrated than the best woman basketball player on a state championship women's basketball team yeah that's wrong and, and like i'm saying and, and until that changes the appeal is never going to progress to adulthood because if we just took everybody that's in like my daughter's age range like between 10 and 12 mm-hmm. and we made them advocates for the sports and and really like appreciate love and enjoy the sports and we had a whole generation of those who got celebrated got accolades got the appeal and popularity without all of the negative connotation within 10 or 15 years that sport would be bigger because those people would be adults and they would support it and support the people behind them yeah we don't have that i mean they're starting to just get it in the in the professional like the WMA and they've been around for 25 years 25 years and they're they're starting to just get it yeah yeah but they still don't make a profit now they still the only way they survive is to be subsidized by the nba and i and to me i think that that's you know they like i know every year they change their mantras and stuff but i think that they need to take a better look at some things but then again, it's it's also like I said, they don't it, it, they don't make a lot. Start at, it doesn't start at the professional level. You gotta start yeah. at the youth level. Just like soccer, man. Soccer, man. The way the majority of people in this country don't care about soccer. Nope, at all. That's why I think it's laughable when all the women soccer players come up and say we should make more money. Because I'm like, because you keep winning. I but, mean, yeah, you keep winning, but still, no one's really watching except. For that one time a year, where we have to, when the World Cup comes around, we, everybody in the country pretends that they're avid soccer fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. They just gotta like. There's a women's soccer league out, and it's rarely on television. Why is that? What like? Why is that? But yeah, I, I didn't I didn't mean to make my um what's on my mind. Nah, you good? It's you know, I mean, kind of personal good. to me now. No, exactly, and I mean and it's not personal. It's it's funny thing. It's not personal to me because I have daughters playing. It's more personal to me because now I have such a broad view of both sides of of it Correct. just on the rec level. Yeah, and I mean in the grand scheme of things, that's where everything starts, you know, because the rec level will change the mind and the hearts of whatever whoever plays what, because this is this is gonna kind of say do I want to play basketball or not do I want this to be it's just like soccer at that age hey is this what I want to do you know that sort of thing and that's how travel league start and all that so no I'm completely with you I mean but yeah I, I think it's something whereas it's it's all about the person at the, at the top you know and if that person doesn't necessarily care or have a really good idea how to do what needs to be done then you're going to get what you're going to get. And the fact that they probably don't know that, you know, they're supposed to have, what is it, like a 10-minute halftime, and you've never had that, your team's never had that? Yo, man, that's just... The refs are controlling it. And if the refs are controlling it, you already know it's jacked up. So, But they're doing it because they can get away with it. Because there's nobody well, that's... There's no group of people within the own committee that's going to scream loud enough and, and demand that everything be equal 
and maybe that's going to change now because I know you can go up in there and be like, look, well, why do you tell us during the season? Because I know you ain't going to do nothing during the season. Like, let's be real here. You know, we just got to fix that for next year. You know, we need to do better. We need to do this. You know, I like the football thing. I liked it when you went to different schools. You know, if you're going to, but why have one school in the middle of absolutely nowhere? Like, that's, if anything, you try to centralize it. Well, I mean, so, they got mul- they got multiple sites for games. Just depends. Some some people play at the same, different places. Yeah, but you know, all I'm saying is, hopefully, hopefully, your message will get through, and they'll either like somebody else. Hopefully, I'll be you. I think it'd be cool if you did it, especially if it's not a paid position. You got to be elected there. I think it'd be dope if you took over something like that. But um, but yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure we'll talk more about that because the playoffs coming soon so you know we got to hear about that so good stuff um you know what's on my mind is not much you know i'm gonna piggyback on what moby said you know in the grand scheme of things if we want things to be successful we have to put that time and energy into it whether it be women's basketball whether it be this podcast whether it be whatever and that's what we got to do as because if you really want it you gotta go earn it. It's not gonna. You're not gonna wake up and be like, "Hey, you're here." So, with that being said, like, thank everybody who listened to the podcast today. Um, so, just a reminder: next week is Super Bowl week. We will not be here. No nine o'clock show next week. We're taking it off. Why? Because we want to watch Super Bowl too. And let's be real: you're not gonna be watching us. You'll be watching the Super Bowl. So, um, but we will have a best of that comes out next week. So. You won't get a whole week without us. We'll be around. Once again, I'd like to thank Mo B for joining me tonight. Um, hopefully, AJU will be back in a couple weeks, you know, getting over what he's getting over. Um, but, yeah, you know, thank you to all those who listen. Thank you for listening live. Thank you for listening to the podcast, you know, when it comes out. Once again, they usually come out on every Thursday, maybe sometimes Fridays. Um, that sort of thing. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Why? Just tell somebody about us. Normally, once again, 9 p.m. Sunday nights, Eastern Standard Time. We're off next week, but we'll be back two weeks and two weeks of XFL starts. Hmm. Maybe have to go check out a DC Defenders game. We'll see how that works. Um, oh, oh yeah, I never did say my pick. Nah, man. I mean, I want the Eagles to win. NFC East, baby. Let's do it. I don't. Uh, you know, Moby said what he said. Moby wants the um, the Chiefs to win. I want the Eagles to win. So, neither one of our teams, but it is what it is. Um, hey, once again, thank everybody for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Celebrate the craziest worlds that we live in. Everybody's a part of it. So, please try not to make it more crazy than it is. So, once again, love, peace, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, RB5MenWarning at FMW 2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, 
AG underscore five minute warning, RB five men warning. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.